0: and then we had to move up into the room above our garage which we had to make it into like a little apartment which was technically actually our upper room uh, so we could have me uh, good folks right mm-hmm. and right now it's got a couple beds in it and we made a little kitchen and uh, it's our apartment right now we can move back into our house pretty soon which we're getting very close we're excited about that so uh, enough about that but Lord I just want to come to you right now and say please bring peace to all of those folks that have dealt with busted pipes and have to move out and uh, please just give them a place to stay, a roof over their head, food in their belly. Uh, Lord, we just ask that you uh, guide them and 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 treat them like your children, like you know that they are. And Lord, we just ask that you bless them. Just bless them with a double portion, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, so yeah, so I wanted to start with that real quick. Yeah, so we're going to do something also a little different today. Um, You know, one of the things that really pleases God is worship. You know, I particularly really enjoy worshiping. I know my wife is like a worship warrior. She even has a shirt that says worship and big gold glittery letters. So um, we're going to try that tonight. We're going to start off with uh, a little worship. What do you think about that? All right, let's try that. So I just learned, well, no, I did not take that back. I recently, for years and years, I have known four cor- chords on this darn thing, um, but I have recently um, learned about four more. So, <laughs> so now I am, I am an eight chord <laughs> guitar player and that is exciting, right? That's, ex- that's exciting. So we're gonna try something a little different.
1: Mm. sounded good, but I don't think Jonah was ever happy about the whole situation. God, with yeah, all right. your
2: heart then you're supposed to love one another. So it's clear in this story Jonah does not like the Ninevites mm-hmm. so he does, and he doesn't like them because they're pagan idol worshipers mm-hmm. and they don't worship um, Yahweh. So he's mad at them. Well let's let's bring that to modern terms. Mm-hmm. Modern day Jonahs. Modern day Jonahs are also sitting in churches. Every Sunday, and they they, um, are mad at. For instance, some are mad at. We'll
1: catch you next time on Glory Got on the Go. Thanks so much. See you later.
2: Who's gonna go and minister to them? Will you minister to them if the Lord puts you in front of them? One of the government officials that you don't like? I made them. all things were made by God through him and for him. Mm-hmm. So, um, how about um, ISIS? Do you love ISIS? Mm-hmm. The terrorists. Mm-hmm. But God made them too. So will you minister to them in love? Will you pray for them? Or atheists, that's right. We um, <laughs> we have a testimony, you know. Um, you know, atheists they say they don't that they're Believe in God, right? God or what? You know, uh, yeah, it's hard because if, you're, if you don't they? believe
1: in God, it means you're acknowledging that there is a God.
2: Okay. Right. So they they don't believe in God, yeah. our God.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: And they don't believe in Jesus. So we went to um, uh, a little store <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago, and there was an employee. We were just down an aisle, just kind of looking around, and there was an, uh, an employee there the lower shelves and you know he just kind of was weird It was crazy he just kind of looked up and said, can I help y'all find anything and we said no we're just looking around and he had these uh, fans around his neck <laughs> and you know we made a comment and we asked you know oh those are cool do those work and
1: he, said, he said what do you think that I don't do any work around here and I was like I, I think he misunderstood what I said and I was like well, no, I didn't say that at all. I was talking about the fans. That's right. And then Suzanne squatted down next to him. She was like, "Do you need prayer for anything?
2: Can, can <laughs> I can I pray for you?" And he said, "I'm an atheist." <laughs> yeah, he uh, he. It was almost startling, is yeah. what it was. But I just went in and said, "I don't care. Jesus made you too, Yeah. and and, and God loves you, and He just His countenance just changed, and." Heard? And he said yes, and, and he talked about one of his co, he, he spoke about one of his co-workers He didn't reveal his name, but you know, was not being good to him, not being kind, but you totally see in his face That uh, he was So we prayed for him and then he he had, you know, tears in his eyes and he said thank you and uh, what startled him was that we didn't act like modern day Jonas we we didn't go oh yeah he's an atheist let's don't pray for him we didn't flee from the opportunity we don't like you you don't we're not going to pray for you no we just went right on in like the Holy Spirit would do and zero in on the pain and the hurt that he was going through so that he could be set free from that so then um I didn't even lead him to Jesus I guess I was just so startled that he said he was an atheist (laughs) and then we just went straight into prayer and then the, the moment was even exciting that he received the prayer with Thanksgiving and even said, thank you. And just, you know, really kind. So I prayed, uh, we prayed that night that uh, I would get another opportunity to go back and he would be there to lead him to jesus and lo and behold we went back the next day
1: suzanne even said she was like i did not tr- even uh, try to lead him to jesus and, and i know the holy spirit um it's just got it on my heart he's put it on my heart that we need to lead him to jesus so let's go back to that store and i'm like well we gotta do this and this and this and so we're heading to do this this and this she's like come on we're passing it let's go and so we went in and there
2: we go and then <laughs> lo and behold he was there and so we just uh Called him over to an aisle or so over, and I mean, we were a a good 10 minutes into it. He had some questions, but in the long run, he's not an atheist. He's now a believer of Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ. He even knew scripture. So Mm -hmm. it was just, you know, whomever or whatever, you know, what type of rejection he suffered at one point in his life had him blinded and veiled to think he was an atheist, and he, he
1: and when he was younger, he had gone to church with his family. So yes. he knew Jesus. He yes. just didn't he didn't, he didn't, didn't think he was part of that no more.
2: No, no. So, so it was just the love of the Holy Spirit, that's you right. know, of that's Jesus good. just coming through saying, I don't care if you're an atheist. So that's what Jonah's situation is here. Yes. He doesn't want to go prophesy to them because he knows God is merciful. Yep. His mercy endures forever. He's going to save them. He's going to move on them. But he de- Jonah doesn't care about them. He doesn't mm-hmm. like them. He does not want to minister to them mm-hmm. because they're pagan worshipers. Well, we're going to be put in situation. Situations with maybe people we don't get along with. That could even be past uh, friendships. Um, authoritative people, you know, mm-hmm. people that have done bad things. Drug dealers. Will you minister to a drug dealer? Sure. I will. You know, <laughs> I mean, they 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 were made by God too, and they were they're locked up in things and they're hurt. They yeah. weren't. They didn't want to be born drug dealers. Well, they, they got veils
1: on them, their you know their thoughts and their eyes too that just cover all the goodness away from them.
2: So you know, we this is how we need to take care of the modern day. Yes. Don't be a modern day Jonah. Yeah. You're gonna have to start loving everyone. You're gonna start have to start seeing everybody through the way God sees His children. Mm-hmm. Set free, mm-hmm. and He wants to use all of us mm-hmm. to be able to go to somebody that's hurting or mad or anger. Or, that murdered someone, you yep. know, and be able to release a rhema word over them and pray for them, so that they too can and see what the real, true believers of Jesus look like.
1: Because God will forgive us for all of our previous sins; He'll forgive us for all the things that we've done. You know, the one of the biggest conversions of Christians happen in the prisons. You know, because and the, obviously, who's in prison? The criminals, right? And and probably ninety-nine percent of them are guilty of their crimes, but the, the a huge percentage of those prisoners. They, they get forgiven of their sins. And we probably have a lot less sins, but even though, well, all sins are, the, are equally as bad. But most of us out here probably haven't killed somebody or something like that. And, and God, Jesus took all those sins from us two, over 2,000 years ago. And you are white right clean. We have the advocate in heaven to be our, our, uh, our lawyer, so to speak. And we talked a little bit about that Friday night. So believe that when the Lord speaks to you, to you for a reason that either wants you to do something or he wants you to, to step out of your comfort zone and be the person that he created you to be we all have a calling here on earth uh,
2: so scott and i you know we can sometimes take weeks to prepare what Change things, and you know, I had um, several things prepared, and several just several wanted to do what he wanted to talk about. And this is really, really important that through one of the biggest things that disobedience comes from, like generations, is to God with your family, your children, your grandchildren. And we're not there, there are many people that are and we were some of those people yeah, we're guilty oh of it. it's important we're guilty Let's get our it. kids to college the college is gonna do something for them and make something out of them yeah. um, no well let's really think about what we should leave behind so a lot of people say I leave I leave behind my name you know and my reputation that's gonna carry on my lineage the legacy the legacy yeah. well no that's really not important either the greatest thing you can do and if you can start doing it with your family right now is in Deuteronomy 6 now this is the commandment and these are the statutes and judgments which the Lord your God has commanded to teach you that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess that you may fear the Lord your God to keep all his statutes and which I command you you and your son and your grandson, all the days of your life, and that your days may be prolonged. This our hero, Israel, and be careful to observe it, that it may be well with you, and that you may multiply greatly, as the Lord God of your fathers had promised you. So let me get this straight. So if we teach ourselves, our children, and our grandsons and granddaughters what God wants us to teach, His mm-hmm. commandments, mm-hmm. His statutes, His precepts, His ways, mm-hmm. their lives are going to be prolonged, mm-hmm. made well. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything about college. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's good to That's go good. to college. You know, we need, we need doctors, lawyers, and stuff like that. But the main thing that a lot, a lot of people or generations, in my lineage at least, um, this could have helped.
1: Mm-hmm. This
2: helped a lot. How about this in your family? Would this have helped?
1: Yeah, you know, um, you go to church sometimes and it's and, and all fine and good. But uh, literally getting in the word of God and showing your kids, teaching your kids, reading with your kids, your kids are going to turn around. And, you know, it's just like the prodigal son. Even if they step away for a while, they're going to come back. Them when they're young, and they will know the ways to come back, right? And so um, we need to be doing that. And, and any of any of you that are out there watching or listening to this, um, get started with your kids when they're young, and and, uh, your and your grandchildren. Yes, now now that if you know if you're older and you have grandchildren, um, then yes, please get, do it with them as well, because it's going to pass down from one generation to, generation to the next generation, and they will be well.
2: Thousand generations. Yes, yes. Um, so that is a promise. That's a guarantee. Start with your, your spouse. Hey, husbands, grab your wife. Mm-hmm. Grab your wife and pray with her. Lead her to mm-hmm. God. Hey, hey, wives, grab your husbands mm-hmm. and say, Come, let's read the word of God. Let's get on our knees. Let's pray. Let's get to know Jesus.
1: And, and, and if you have a spouse that's struggling with that, um, then just sit next to them and read softly to them the whole osmosis they'll start they'll start hearing it and then they may even say oh wait what was that part that you just read i've heard that before tell me you know read that again Uh, oh the hook is in right and 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 now you just got to wait until they said it so (laughs) so do that with your husbands and wives um you know or your spouses or even your children Uh, it's amazing when you start hearing the word of god or re- being read to you, or just as you're listening to it, like in the car, I listen to the audio Bible, and, and I, I learn so much. Then I have to go, then I go read about it, and then I meditate on it, and then I read it again and again and again because I want to understand it. What well, God, what did you mean from that? Because I don't typically get it the first time, second time, third time, or even the fourth time. Sometimes I have to read it 20 times just to understand it and, and, and grasp it. We're not going to put our hands around what God does on this earth all the time, but if we're in the Word and, and, and we are trying to understand it, trying to listen to it, trying to listen to him speak to us, or listening to him speak to us, then it, it's gonna come clear as day. One day it's gonna hit you upside the head, and it's gonna be clear as day. You'll know exactly he what he's saying.
2: It. He knows your heart.
1: Yep, yep.
2: And then there's thirty thousand promises to us in the Bible. Thirty thousand promises. That's a lot. hmm I
1: mean, I'd like
2: to read one every day, huh? Yeah, right? I mean it's pretty <laughs> There we go. So I want to uh, speak on something right now in Deuteronomy 28, the whole chapter. Blessings on obedience. Now shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you Mm. high above all nations of the earth, how many nations? All, all nations. nations. And when
1: they talk about nations in the Bible, they're talking about a group of people, not a, a geographical area.
2: He's, he's gonna set, this is a promise. Here's one of the 30,000 promises. That the Lord our God will set us high above all nations of the earth. And, oh, and there's a plus. <laughs> all these blessings, how many blessings? All. all blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Mm. And there's also a version that says they will hunt you down. Wow. That's how serious he is if you obey. Because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Here's just a just a couple. I read these scriptures like Deuteronomy chapter 28, 1 through 14, and I placed my family members' names in, in these scriptures. For I, I believe it was almost three weeks straight that I read these. Seeding, seeding, seeding. And some people do not know how to do that, and I had to be taught this as well. So here's the first blessing. But he, he promises if you obey the voice of the Lord, blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground and the increase of your herds. Wow, everything I, you own. Wow. That's if you obey him. Mm-hmm. So this is how you would do it if you don't know how to uh, claim this, mm-hmm. you know, and receive this for you and your fam- family. You would say this, blessed shall be the fruit of. Scott, Suzanne, Hunter, Michael and Sawyer's body, the produce of our ground and the increase of our herds, of our cattle and the offspring of our flocks. Mm -hmm. Blessed shall be Scott, Suzanne, Hunter, Michael and Sawyer's baskets and our kneading bowls. And it just continues to go Mm -hmm. on. So if you will place yourself house and your children and your children's children in these scriptures and just read them out loud. Watch.
1: I Like this one, the Lord will cause Scott, Suzanne, Hunter, Michael and Sawyer's enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways.
2: I mean, that's, I love that. that's what your enemies uh, absolutely you know so you, you could just practice just with deuteronomy 28 yes. 1 through 14 putting your name your spouse's name your children's name mama daddy brother sisters put their names in these scriptures and read these out every night for a couple of weeks and yeah. watch things happen
1: that'll yeah, be good it'll be good Okay, so um, are you good? You got everything? Yes, I am. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up here and and we're going to pray for everybody. Uh, But I want to mention a few other people that are pretty big in the Bible that also disobeyed God. So I want you to understand that it doesn't matter who you are, we all have moments where we disobey God, right? However, you can be redeemed of that. And he will reward you when he redeems you as long as you come back to him and you praise and worship him and call him your Lord and Savior so I'm gonna read you just a few more here so in Genesis 3 6 it says when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was desirable to make one wise she took from its fruit and ate it and gave it also to her husband with her and he ate now God told Adam do not eat of the tree of life. And she, even Moses disobeyed God. And in uh, Numbers 28, it says, Take the rod. Now listen carefully. God's talking to Mo- Moses. He says, Take the rod, and you and your brother Aaron assemble the congregation and speak to the rock. Speak to the rock before their eyes that it may yield its water. You shall thus bring forth water from them out of the rock and let the congregation and their beasts drink. Moses never made it to the promised land because you know why? Because he hit the rock with his staff instead of speaking to the rock. Yes, water still came out of it. Yes, everyone got to drink. But when Moses, they got to the Jordan and they could see the land of milk and honey, he, he told Aaron, I ain't going. God's not letting me cross that river to go over there and, and enjoy this time with you so he was disobedient and so he didn't get to reach his ultimate goal but the ultimate goal was to get his people there which he did do that okay even in 1st um, Samuel thirteen fourteen, King Saul this is about King Saul this is the king who was the first king of, of the Hebrews of the Israelites right before David and he said but now your kingdom shall not endure the Lord has sought out for himself a man after his own heart. He's talking about David. And the Lord has appointed him as a ruler over his people because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. King Saul was tormented by demons until David came. And the reason why Saul was disobedient is because he, he was told by Samuel, when you go down there and you fight those guys, you kill them all. You kill their animals. You kill the men. You kill the women. You kill everything. Everything. And he didn't. They kept the goats, they kept the sheep, they kept the cattle for their plunder, and they brought the king back to their camp, and he they didn't kill them all. So tormented by demons in his mind, and he went crazy. Year after year. He was so obsessed with hunting David down that he finally he, he he was losing his country and he went to go fight and him and his son Jonathan got killed. everybody when he should have and so god took what he had given so i hope y'all learned something tonight about uh obedience and not to ignore the lord
2: run your race yes run your race of obedience um and we all have to run our race of yes. obedience and yes. do the best we can and keep on um pressing in and getting there um remember to be obedient to the word of god mm-hmm. read it and apply it to your life Yeah, good point. um you know, don't don't let that get away from you. That's really, really important. Don't worry about the people in your life that, you know, you think that they may not understand the word of God. But the, the, the word of God is living with an act, sharper than any double edged sword. So the word aka jesus knows what to do when you read it that's right. so read it with your spouse read it with your children read it with your grandchildren plug their names into the scriptures yep. claim them receive them and speak them out daily and watch things change in your life and in your family's life just being obedient to that will get the ball rolling in other areas of your life you'll start producing fruit it's, that's good it's a blessing that's good. and the other thing is on disobedience you don't want to uh get into a habit of disobedience because you can open um, open bad stuff that yeah. you don't want you know and the devil likes a, a rebellious disobedient
1: person
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, repent of goodness. it so do all your right. best to turn from that yes. In, Jesus
1: yes in Jesus name so we thank all of you for joining us uh, glory to God on the go you've got your little shirt on i got my little shirt on glory to God on the go and uh so, will you lead us in prayer tonight? Sure.
2: Thank you, Father God, thank you for this time. I pray that we stewarded your word well to your children. I'm hearts out there that they will just start receiving the brethren and start receiving the people that are hard to love and that they learn to start Mm -hmm. loving the hard to love ones in the name of Jesus. I pray the softening of hearts out there in the name of Jesus. I pray that embracing hugs go out over um, lost children and hurting people right now in the name of Jesus. I pray peace over everyone that's watching this. I I just pray, Father God, that... um, and just go and open the living word of god mm-hmm. and ask him yes. all off of them supernaturally and then they start learning and desiring to walk
1: amen, amen. amen. and if uh, you haven't been to church in a while let's go try one out get into a good church a spirit-filled church it leads you to where you need to go, and, uh, to help you. And, to... and he... so uh, we just thank you very much for watching. This is Glory to God on the Go. This is Suzanne, the lovely Suzanne, my lovely wife. I'm Scott Bruder, and uh, we'll see you next time. Don't forget to give us a big thumbs up, or a double thumbs up, or the little heart that you love this on Facebook, and uh, watch it on Woodlands Online. and we... <laughs>
0: My name is Scott Bruder. And this is my lovely wife, Suzanne.
2: Hey, everyone.
0: And this is Glory to God on the go. So today's a little different. We are on the go, but we're just and then we had to move up into the room above our garage, which we had to make it into like a little apartment, which was technically actually our upper room uh, meetings and discussions like this. Um, so we could have meetings with meet uh, good folks. Right? Mm -hmm. And right now it's got a couple beds in it, and we made a little kitchen, and uh, it's our apartment right now. We can move back. North soon, which we're getting very close and we're excited about that. So uh, enough about that, but Lord, I just want to come to you right now and say, please bring peace. all of those folks that have dealt with busted pipes and have to move out and uh, please just give them a place to stay a roof over their head food in their belly Uh, uh, lord we just ask that you uh, guide them and 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 treat them like your children, like you know that they are. And Lord, we just ask that you bless them. just bless them with a double portion, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. amen. Um, so yeah, so I want to start with that real quick. Yeah, so we're going to do something also a little different today. Um, you know, one of the things that really pleases God is worship. You know, I particularly really enjoy worshiping. I know my wife is like a worship warrior. She even has a shirt that says Worship in big gold glittery letters. So um, we're going to try that tonight. We're going to start off with uh, a little worship. What do you think about that? All right, let's try that. So I just learned. Well, no, I didn't no, I take that back. I recently, for years and years, I have known four cor- chords on this darn thing, um, but I have recently um, learned about four more. So, <laughs> so now I am, I am an eight chord <laughs> guitar player and that is exciting, right? That's, ex- that's exciting. So we're gonna try something a little different. Mm. Sound
1: good. But I don't think Jonah was ever happy about the whole situation. With all your
2: heart, men are supposed to love one another. So it's clear in this story, Jonah does not like the Ninevites. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't like them because they're pagan idol worshipers. Mm -hmm. And they don't worship um, Yahweh. So he's mad at them. Well, let's let's bring that to modern terms. Mm -hmm. Modern day Jonahs. Modern day Jonahs are also sitting in churches Mm -hmm. every Sunday and they, they um are mad at for instance some are mad at we'll
1: catch you next time on am already got on the go thanks so much see you later
2: who's going to go and minister to them will you minister to them if the lord puts you in front of them one of the government officials that you don't like i made them of them all things were made by God through him and for him. Mm-hmm. So, um, how about um, ISIS? Do you love ISIS? Mm-hmm. The terrorists. But mm-hmm. God made them too. So will you minister to them in love? Will you pray for them? Or do you... pray. atheists, that's right. We um <laughs> we have a testimony, you know. Um you know, atheists they say they don't that they're in god right god or what you know, uh, yeah it's hard because if, if, you're, if you don't they? believe
1: in god it means you're acknowledging that there is a god
2: okay right so they they don't believe in god yeah. our god
1: yeah for sure
2: and they don't believe in jesus so we went to um uh a, a little store <laughs> uh a few weeks ago and there was an employee we were just down an aisle just kind of looking around and there was an uh an employee there the lower shelves, and you know, he just kind of was weird. It was crazy. He just kind of looked up and said, "Can I help y'all find anything?" And we said, "No, we're just looking around." And he had these uh, fans around his neck, <laughs> and you know, we made a comment. And we asked, "You know, oh, those are cool, dude. Those work." And he,
1: said, he said, "What do you think that I don't do any work around here?" And I was like, "I, I think he misunderstood what I said." And I was like, "Well, no, I didn't say." that at all I was talking about the fans.
2: That's right. And then Suzanne
1: squatted down next to him. She was like, Do you need prayer for anything?
2: <laughs> can, can I can I pray for you? And he said, I'm an atheist. <laughs> yeah, he uh he it was almost startling is yeah. what it was, but I just went in and said I don't care. Jesus made you too. Yeah. And 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 God loves you and he just his countenance just changed. Mm-hmm. And and he said yes and, and he talked about one of his co he, he spoke about one of his co-workers he didn't reveal his name but you know what's not being good to him not being kind but you can totally see in his face that uh, he was so we prayed for him and then he, he had you know tears in his eyes and he said thank you and uh, what startled him was that we didn't act like modern day Jonas. Right. We, didn't, we didn't go, oh yeah, he's an atheist. Let's don't pray for him. We didn't flee from on. the opportunity. You know, right. We don't like you. You don't. We're not going to pray for you. No, we just went right on in like the Holy Spirit would do and zero in on the pain and the hurt that he was going through so that he could be set free from that. So then um, I didn't even lead him to Jesus. I guess I was just so startled that he said he was an <laughs> atheist and then we just went straight into prayer. And then it, the, the moment was even exciting that he received the Prayer with yeah. Thanksgiving, and yeah. even said thank you, and yeah. just you know, really kind. So I uh, prayed. Uh, we prayed that night that uh, w- I would get another opportunity to go back, and, and he would be there to lead him to Jesus. And lo and behold, we went back the next day.
1: Suzanne even said she was like, I did not tr- even uh, try to lead him to Jesus, and, and know the Holy Spirit. Um, it's just got it on my heart. He's put it on my heart that we need to lead him to Jesus. So let's go back to that store. And I'm like, well, we got to do this and this and this. And so we're heading to do this, this and this. She's like, come on, we're passing it. Let's go. And so we went in and
2: there we go. And then <laughs> hole, he was there. And so we just uh, called him over to an aisle or so over. And I mean, we were a, a good 10 minutes oh, easy. into it. He had some questions, but in the long run, He's not an atheist he is now a believer of jesus mm-hmm. christ he even knew scripture so mm-hmm. it was just you know whomever or whatever you know what type of rejection yeah. he suffered at one yeah. point in his life had him blinded and veiled to think he was an atheist and he, he
1: and when he was younger, he had gone to church with his family, so yes. he knew Jesus. He yes. just didn't. He didn't. He didn't think he was part of that no more.
2: No, no. So, so it was just the love of the Holy Spirit, that's you right. know, of that's Jesus good. just coming through, saying, "I don't care if you're an atheist." So that's what Jonah's situation is here. Yes. He doesn't want to go prophesy to them because he knows God is merciful. Yeah. His mercy endures forever. He's gonna save them. He's gonna move on them. But he de- Jonah doesn't care about them. He doesn't mm-hmm. like them. He does not want to minister to them mm-hmm. because they're pagan worshippers. Well, we're gonna be put into situations with maybe people we don't get along with that could even be past uh, friendships um authoritative people you know mm-hmm. people that have done bad things drug dealers will you minister to a drug dealer sure. i will yeah. you know i mean they 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 were made by god too and they were they're locked up in things and they're hurt they yeah. weren't they didn't want to be born drug dealers they
1: they got veils on them their, you know their thoughts and their eyes too that just cover all the goodness away from them
2: yeah so you know we this is how we need to take care of the modern day uh, yes don't be a modern day jonah yeah. you're gonna have to start loving everyone and you're gonna start have to start seeing everybody through the way god sees his children free mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and he wants to use all of us mm-hmm. to able to go to somebody that's hurting or mad or anger that murdered someone you know and be able to release a rhema word over them and pray for them so that they too and see what the real true believers of jesus look like
1: because god will forgive us for all of our previous sins he'll forgive us for all the things that we've done you know the one of the biggest conversions of christians happen in the prisons you know because and obviously who's in prison the criminals right And and. Probably 99% of them are guilty of their crimes, but the, the, the huge percentage of those prisoners, they, they get forgiven of their sins. And We probably have a lot less sins, but even though, well, all sins are, the, are equally as bad, but most of us out here probably haven't killed somebody or something like that, and, and God, Jesus took all those sins from us two, over 2,000 years ago, and we are white right clean. We have the advocate in heaven to be our our, uh, our lawyer, so to speak. And we talked a little bit about that Friday night. So believe that when the Lord speaks to you, He's speaking to you for a reason. That either wants you to do something, or He wants you to, to step out of your comfort zone and be the person that He created you to be. We all have a calling here on earth. So...
2: Scott and I, you know, we can sometimes take weeks to prepare what the Lord to do. Change things, and, you know, I had um, several things prepared in several, several that He just wanted to do what he wanted to talk about. And this is really, really important that through one of the biggest things that disobedience comes from, like generations, is to God mm. with your family your children your grandchildren we're not there, there are many people that are and we were some of those people yeah, we're guilty oh it's important we're guilty let's get our it. kids to college the college is gonna do something for them and make something out of them yeah. um, no well let's really think about what we should leave behind so a lot of people say I leave I leave behind my name you know and my reputation that's gonna carry on my lineage the legacy the legacy yeah well no that's really not important either the greatest thing you can do and if you can start doing it with your family right now is in deuteronomy 6. now this is the commandment and these are the statutes and judgments which the lord your god has commanded to teach you that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess that you may fear the lord your god to keep all his statutes and which i command you you and your son and your grandson, all the days of your life, and that your days may be prolonged. Therefore, hear O Israel, and be careful to observe it, that it may be well with you, and that you may multiply greatly, as the Lord God of your fathers had promised you. So let me get this straight. So if we teach ourselves, our children. And our grandsons and granddaughters, what God wants us to teach Mm -hmm. His commandments, Mm -hmm. His statutes, His precepts, His ways, Mm -hmm. their lives are going to be prolonged, Mm -hmm. made well. Mm -hmm. I don't see anything about college. (laughs) 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 You know, it's good to go to college. You know, we need we need doctors, lawyers, and stuff like that. But the main thing that a lot a lot of people or generations in in lineage at least um this could have helped
1: Mm -hmm. it's helped a lot
2: how about this in your family would this have helped
1: yeah you know um you go to church sometimes and and it's all fine and good but uh, literally getting in the word of god and showing your kids teaching your kids reading with your kids your kids are going to turn around you know, it's just like the prodigal son. Even if they step away for a while, they're going to come back. Teach them when they're young, and they will know the ways to come back, right? And so, um, we need to be doing that. And, and any of any of you that are out there watching or listening to this, um, get started with your kids when they're young. And and your, uh, grandchildren. and your grandchildren. Yes. Now, now that if you know if you're older and you have grandchildren, um, then yes, please get, do it with them as well, because it's going to pass down from one generation to. the to the next generation to, and they will be well
2: Thousand yes, generations yes um so that is a promise that's a guarantee start with your your spouse hey husbands grab your wife mm-hmm. grab your wife and pray with her lead her to mm-hmm. god hey hey wives grab your husbands mm-hmm. and say Let's read the Word of God. Let's get on our knees. Let's pray. Let's get to know Jesus. And
1: and, and if you have a spouse that's struggling with that, um, then just sit next to them and read softly to them. Through the whole osmosis, right? they'll start they'll start hearing it, and then they may even say, "Oh wait, what was that part that you just read? I've heard that before. Tell me, you know, read that again." Now, oh, the hook is in, right? And 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 now you just gotta wait until they said it. So. Yeah. <laughs> So do that with your husbands and wives um, you know, or your spouses or even your children. Uh, it's amazing when you start hearing the word of God saying uh, or re- being read to you or just as you're listening to it like in the car I listen to the audio Bible and, and I learn so much then I have to go, then I go read about it and then I meditate on it and then I read it again and again and again because I want to understand it what, well, God what did you mean from that because I don't typically get it the first time second time, third time or even the fourth time sometimes I have to read it 20 times just to understand it and grasp it we're not gonna put our hands around what God does on this earth all the time but if we're in the word and we are trying to understand it trying to listen to it trying to listen to him speak to us or listening to him speak to us then it's gonna come clear as day one day it's gonna hit you upside the head and it's gonna be clear as day you'll know exactly yeah. what he's saying
2: he knows your heart yep, yep. and then there's 30,000 promises to us in the Bible 30,000 promises that's a lot mm-hmm, that I mean lot. I like to read one every day huh yeah, right. I mean it's pretty there we go so I want to uh, speak on something right now in Deuteronomy 28 the whole chapter blessings on obedience now shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God will sit you Mm. high above all nations of the earth how many nations
1: all nations nations. and when they talk about nations in the bible they're talking about a group of people not a a geographical area
2: he's he's gonna set this is a promise here's one of the thirty thousand promises that the lord our god will set us high above all nations of the earth and oh and there's a plus (laughs) All these blessings, how many blessings? All. All blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Mm. And there's also a version that says they will hunt you down. Wow. That's how serious he is if you obey. Because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Here's just a just a couple. I read these scriptures like Deuteronomy chapter 28, 1 through 14, and I placed my family members' names in, in these scriptures. For I, I believe it was almost three weeks straight that I read these seeding, 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 and some people do not know how to do that, and I had to be taught this as well. So here's the first blessing that he, he promises: if you obey the voice of the Lord, blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds. Wow, it's everything I, you own. Wow. That's if you obey them. Mm-hmm. So, this is how you would do it if you don't know how to uh, claim this, mm-hmm. you know, and receive this for you and your fam- family. You would say this Blessed shall be the fruit of Scott, Suzanne, Hunter, Michael, and Sawyer's body, the produce of our ground and the increase of our herds, the of our cattle and the offspring of our flocks. Mm-hmm. Blessed shall be. Scott, Suzanne, Hunter, Michael, and Sawyer's baskets and our kneading bowls. And it just continues to go Mm -hmm. on. So if you will place yourself, your spouse, and your children, and your children's children in these scriptures, and just read them out loud, watch.
1: I like this one. The Lord will cause Scott, Suzanne, Hunter Michael and Sawyer's enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's I love that. that's what your enemies, uh, absolutely. you know, so you, you could just practice just with Deuteronomy 28, yes. one through 14, putting your name, your spouse's name, your children's name, Mama, daddy, brother, sisters, put their names in these scriptures and read these out every night for a couple weeks and yeah. watch things
1: happen. That'll yeah, be good. It'll be good. Okay, so um are you good? You got everything? Yes, I am. Okay, so we're gonna wrap this it's up busy. here and, and we're gonna pray for everybody. Uh, but I wanna mention a few other people that are pretty big in the Bible that also disobeyed God. So I want you to understand that it doesn't matter who you are. We all have moments where we disobey God, right? However, you can be redeemed of that. And he will reward you when he redeems you, as long as you come back to him and you praise and worship him and call him your Lord and savior. So I'm gonna read you just a few more here. So in Genesis 3, 6, it says when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took from its fruit and ate it and gave it also to her husband with her. And he ate. God told Adam to not eat of the tree of life. And she. She. Even Moses disobeyed God. In uh Numbers twenty eight it says, Take the rod. Now listen carefully. God's talking to Mo- Moses, he says, Take the rod, and you and your brother Aaron assemble the congregation and speak to the rock, speak to the rock before their eyes, that it may yield its water. You shall thus bring forth water from them out of the rock, and let the congregation and their beasts drink moses never made it to the promised land because you know why because he hit the rock with his staff instead of speaking to the rock yes water still came out of it yes everyone got to drink but when moses they got to the jordan and they could see the land of milk and honey he he told aaron i ain't going god's not letting me cross that river to go over there and and enjoy this time with you so he was disobedient so he didn't get to reach his ultimate goal, but the ultimate goal was to get his people there, which he did do that. Okay. Even in, um, first Samuel 13, 14 King Saul, this is about King Saul. This is the King who was the first King of of the Hebrews of the Israelites right before David. And he said, but now your kingdom shall not endure. The Lord has sought out for himself a man after his own heart. he's talking about David. And the Lord has appointed him as a ruler over his people, because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you King Saul was tormented by demons until David came and the reason why Saul was disobedient is because he he was told by Samuel when you go down there and you fight those guys you kill them all you kill their animals you kill the men you kill the women you kill everything everything and he didn't they kept the goats they kept the sheep they kept the cattle for their plunder and they brought the king back to their camp and he they didn't kill them all by demons in his mind and he went crazy year after year. He's so obsessed with hunting David down that he finally, he, he, he was losing his country and he went to go fight and him and his son Jonathan got killed. He didn't kill everybody when he should have. And so God took what he had given. So I hope y'all learned something tonight about uh, obedience and not to ignore the Lord.
2: Run your race. Yes. Run your race of obedience. Um, and we all have to run our race of yes. obedience and yes. do the best we can and keep on um, pressing in and getting there. Um, remember to be a mm-hmm. Read it and apply it to your life. Yeah, good point. Um, you know, don't don't let that get away from you. That's really, really important. Don't worry about